is tea and I want it to be alcohol. Does that does that make sense? How about yeah. you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like it's coffee. coffee, but I want it to be alcohol. It's, no, it's fine. Mine's, I don't. I don't. I don't need. I have to have a stimulant. I can't. <laughs> like anything that could bring me down right now is all bad. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The show last night. Yes, I was going to ask you about the show. We didn't have our drummer. Oh no. But because no, it was just planned. We didn't have him, mm-hmm. and um. We did not do too bad. I w- okay. You know, we had all these obstacles. You know, the gig was two hours away. You know, Jess, Jesse James is a little bit older than the rest of us. Rick came in, you know, had some stuff going on, so he showed up a little late. But when we got up there and played our set for uh, South by Sam Bass, you know that benefit? Yeah, that benefit. That Wheel. Yeah, that one with for Meals on Wheels. Which on is, the 19th, March 19th. Where at? Round Rock, Texas. There we go. If you follow us on, if you follow Brent or you follow Sound Pollution, you can find the link to that information. Yeah, the, he also shared the flyer with me, which is pretty cool. It's a yeah. little crawdad. I yeah, don't, some people I call them crayfish. I call them crawdads. And he's like sitting in a cup and he, if you look really close, you can see Rick's logos glasses. Mm-hmm. It says Round Rock Rick in the logo on the lenses. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was I a mean, neat flyer. The thing I've noticed about this is he's really taking it to the next level as far as preparation and stuff and some of his resources. So I think this show's going to be good. He also filled the bill, so we're going to have a punk band end it all. Ooh, that'll so be awesome. It should be pretty cool. So basically, one, two, three, four, five, six. We have six, and then I actually... I said it wrong. He booked the Texas Out band last, and then Uh Oh Romeo, which is the punk band, comes on at five thirty. And so they're gonna have about sixty minutes to play. Mm-hmm. And we're scheduled at four twenty, which is pretty good for us, I think. Um, but there's there's crawfish boil. There's there's we're gonna have uh, people from Meals on Wheels there talking to about it. We have uh, someone doing sound, which is unusual because normally. You know, we just do our own sound. And then we yeah. bounce house, face paint, cornhole. Cornhole. Which is a game. <laughs> it's not what you think. <laughs> you have to put the bag in the cornhole. Oh, that's not making it better. So I'm I'm excited. I mean, there's going to be, and there'll probably be some vendors, like some artists out there too. That's awesome. And, uh, but to not have to worry about sound, oh, imagine going to be nice. I mean, I'm going to assume that I'm going to say something about it if something's wrong, just because. Because it's what you do. Yeah, I point out the obvious. You are good at that. I am uh, Uncle Obvious. Uncle. Not Captain, Uncle. Just, just Uncle. But the run-through went good at the show? The run-through went good. Excellent. There were mistakes because we've, met, we've made a... A lot of changes to the songs, like tempos and stuff, and uh, feels. So that was kind of rough because we still haven't, without a drummer leading you, it's kind of like we go into we go from regular speed to halftime, or we go from regular speed to double time. Right. So that we kind of screw that up because we still don't have the feel for it without the drummer. But it okay. was pretty good. 
Is the drummer going to be at South by Sam Bass? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that's going to be awesome. It's going to feel gonna, like it's going to feel right. And everyone loves this drummer. Not that everyone hasn't loved the drummers in the past, but but it's this guy. Fit. Yeah, he's just a, yeah. he's really mellow. So Rick and him are really mellow. And then, you know me, I'm like really high, strong mm. as far as, you know. Getting shit done. Yeah. you. Yeah. A little bit. I, and so, and Jess floats in between. So there's not two of me in the band and that's always good. So what are we doing tonight? We are interviewing. Wait, wait, who are we? Oh, well, I mean, they clicked on the link, so I think they fucking know who we are. But we'll I don't try. think they know. I think we're, I think we're making a lot of leaps, especially when it comes to drummers. But anyway, <laughs> I won't go into that. So uh, we're doing this like extra mini episode with Dark Soft, and I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name, John, which is his uh, partner in the visuals, and we are going to be talking about all about Look Up Fest. Let them in. Let them in. Connecting. Let them in. I really want Let this tea to be alcohol. In. I think they're here. Five, four, three, two, one. Yo. Hi. It's nice to meet you. You're John, right? Yeah. Yay. Hey, John. It's good <laughs> to meet you, man. Thank you for hopping on and talking to us. We're excited to actually get into it, but we need Mr. Darksoft to sign on and then we can just go. Oh, at absolutely. It. They're, uh, Bill's the captain of the ship. So, Oh, look at your background. Yeah. That's uh, sick. Bill, how are I'm you doing? There. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Background and it's cool too. <laughs> yes. We're really good on our promo. You know? Level up. Welcome to the portal. <laughs> I have a bookshelf. We got a video of this. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll joke in aside, guys. Appreciate y'all getting on and talking to us and just jumping on. It's just fun to talk to people and y'all are doing creative stuff. And I think y'all are really going to blow some minds with what you're doing because this is needed, man. We've been locked up for what, two years? Too long. Yeah, exactly. And thanks for saying that, Brent. Uh, like, honored to be back on the show. Thanks for having us. I love you guys. Aw, shucks. I love yeah, you guys. No, and God bless stacking. God bless stacking. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you, Because had he not. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. And so you're going to have elephants and dogs at your at your show, and they're going to be doing a set. And so I was kind of wondering, your first introduction to him was like, he sent you an email at 3 a.m. in the morning, and he was just trying to get some kind of good feedback on what he was doing, then you responded. And let's kind of talk about what happened when you got the email from him. I get some responses um, every month to the label inquiries from artists who might want to join up or like, you know, be involved somehow. And uh, I listen to everything we get. Usually it's like SoundCloud links and stuff. Sometimes it's just not that great. Um, And I just, I either don't respond all the time or i try to give constructive feedback um because like i feel like i was there i've been there as an artist pitching my stuff for all around and uh, sometimes it lands sometimes it doesn't and uh with joe's stuff um he sent me a track that sounded like kind of run run of the mill shoegaze mm-hmm. you know i was like this is cool it it isn't the most inventive thing but i i can sense you're a good songwriter and you have a good process down. So I just, yeah, I just asked to hear for more demos. And the stuff he sent me after, I was really impressed by, actually, even more so. And uh, just blossomed into a pretty good 
working relationship. And he's such a kind-hearted person, just been very easy to work with. And the music is great. So yeah, it's just a, a weird digital connection through COVID that uh, turned into something beautiful. And we'll be meeting for the first time in physical form out at, uh, at Lookup Fest. This is Elephants and Dogs. You won't be seeing me around. Talk a little bit about Lookup Fest. How did you get started doing that? Yeah, so we had this concept for the label for Lookup Records, and I was sort of inspired by some other events that was that were happening in Seattle at that time. Um, a lot of kind of mini festivals featuring local bands, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be fun to put on. I could do that." And uh, we did the first one, which was kind of a trial run. We didn't call it Lookup Fest. We held it at the Machine House Brewery down in Georgetown in Seattle. That was kind of like capstoning my band's return home from tour. So we did like a kind of, I I think it was like six bands that performed that night. And then later on in the year, we finally like branded it Look Up Fest and got some other bands involved. And uh, that went great. We kind of sold out. We hit capacity with that event and I decided to do it again. I was familiar with John Thoreau, who we also have yep. on the call here, just through the scene and through a mutual friend, wanted to get them involved. 
in Look Up Fast. So is John a musician? I can let John fill you in on their background. Yeah, John, I'm a, a, I would say I'm a visual artist, but uh, the way I met Bill was being a VJ, doing uh, sort of projections and live visuals with bands. That's cool. That is something I, I always like to see when I go to a show. It's a unique skill, and it's needed at events. Something it is more interesting and different than your typical event. Especially a festival, I feel like it adds a lot when, you know, even you you turn to go to the bar and there's a moving screen that says, you know, like, look up fat you know something mm-hmm. that keeps you uh, immersed in the space and bill's ideas for the festivals are so imaginative that for someone like me who likes to like do projection mapping and i kind of think of vjing as like you know it's a part of the the magic trick with the music right it's another thing to take advantage of to like give people that escape let them really give their minds and their attention to the music and the ideas being played with so with Bill having all these ideas of the first one is aliens arrive. The next look up fest was underwater. So we went more with like the aliens of the dark deep below, you know, like the abyss um, and then Mars and now portals. So it feels like it goes with the festivals to push the lighting design and push the visual design. And uh, yeah. So you have the theme <clears throat> that you me. develop the images for, correct? Yes. But then you have the band. So do you then take the theme and look at what the band's doing and do it by song? Or or do you just have one theme for a band that fits in, fits under the umbrella of Portals? I think uh, it depends on the band. Some bands I have a closer collaborative relationship with. So they give me their entire set list, uh, like hotels with Look Up Fest Waters. Uh, Blake was really intent on the story of the abyss being told during the set. But for, say, like a band like Peyote Ugly, they're like, you know, have at it. And uh, like Sea Life uh, has all these amazing music videos that he's been releasing with Look Up Records. So I know I'm planning to play with some of Sea Life's music videos. Um, Nice. Yeah. How did you get into doing this type of visual art? I was directing music videos and uh, the idea came about of like, well, we should do it live. Like, what if I edited it? live and the audience saw me cutting it and then that would be the final video oh um, that's awesome that was so ballsy I, it was yeah, yeah like, like you know, wow was, like that's... the first time you do anything i like you know brought my desktop computer to the club right uh, you know you're like excuse me i have to move <laughs> I, have <laughs> I need to... a whole booth here yeah like uh, I, I brought my own desk like it's fine <laughs> when you're doing this is gonna sound nerdy so when you're doing a whole sh- whole show you know, let's talk about the resources you need. You not only need a badass computer, but then you need good sound to go along with it. Do you do the sound along with your video? Um, like, do you manage the sound or do you have a That's separate funny. sound guy? The other question is, is, you know, what kind of projectors are you using? Are these facility projectors or do you get your own? Because the lumen on projectors, you know, the quality, there's a big difference between the lower level and the higher level. And so can you talk a little bit about the technology that you use to bring this, uh, your videos to life? Absolutely. Uh, for me, my setup, it's, you know, a laptop and a machine. I hook up an APC 40 with Resolume and that's how I'm triggering the clips. Um, I do bring three projectors with me, um, for a little while, like you said, the lumen count, I was using a laser projector that was, uh, north of 6,000 lumens and that was ideal. Um, she died recently. Um, oh, sorry. 
At Look Up Fest, though, we will have a, a mega power projector doing some really cool stuff. And I'll also have three more projectors that are between five, uh, between four and 5,000 lumens. Um, You've got and my two tr- stages, too, and another yes. uh, video DJ. On another yeah, so there'll be three VJs. Uh, on wow. the main stage, we're going to have two VJs. Someone's going to be doing the side portals, and I'm collaborating with the sort of story of uh, what's going to be revealed and uh, what we see as we travel through the vortex. And uh, like you said, with the music, that uh, on the sound, separate sound team, um, sometimes I'll take audio input to make the visuals reactive, but generally mm-hmm. I like to do that with my hands and try to sync up with the machine. But um we we have Matt and uh, uh, Schwa Cheswit on uh, sound who are going to be killing it. They've done almost every lookup. Yeah, Bill. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited. All that the first one. How jealous are you, Brent, that I get to go? I'm am very jealous, <laughs> but I'm so How excited. Jealous. I feel like a girl that's been asked to your first dance. I'm very excited. <laughs> it's it's awesome because this is the kind of thing that I think not just festivals but just regular shows need you know to keep people engaged i think y'all are you're focusing on a specific style of music or at least in the same arena and so you're gonna have a real cohesive display that's gonna really help everything and three vjs oh my god (laughs) i just i'm excited i i i hope you do video of it and catch catch some of the nerdy stuff too mr dark soft yes we'll be capturing it it's so unique what you're doing. Really, it is. I hope uh, all the expectations satisfy. So is this, this is a biannual thing, right? You do one in the spring, one in the fall? Oh, it's been kind of funny. So we did three beforehand. Uh, one was 2018, and then we did two in 2019. Kind of just to jumpstart things. Yeah. But my idea was to do it like once a year. Obviously, the pandemic mess things up and so now we're we're trying to restart so as far as restarting and you're you're like okay i need to do another look up fest oh i'm gonna do portals what are kind of like your your milestone markers of things you want to achieve with this one that are different than the ones in the past because i've noticed that you have a lot you have taken some of your partners i think sea life and sea Mm -hmm. salt have been in your past ones Mm-hmm. Uh, but elephants and dogs, I think, is new to this, right? You have some consistency as far as the other bands you're bringing in, but then you're also bringing in new stuff. So what are kind of your goals, your accomplishments that you want to do when this is over with and you're looking at it, you're doing your after action and going, all right, everyone survived. You know, only <laughs> yeah, three people got pregnant, true. you know, um, <laughs> You know, uh, so it kind of oh, talk about more your than goals. that. Uh, Night Hikes is playing. You know, it's going to be <laughs> oh yeah, Elia. You know, it's going to be kind of yeah. sexy vibes at times. I nice. I know for sure that one couple uh, has been married after meeting each other at at a Look Up Fest event. No kidding. Yeah, Do no you kidding. know the story Look behind that? Fest. Hookup fest. Uh oh, I'm gonna break my dry spell. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was someone in one of the bands at the first event, and I think they I'm pretty sure they met that night. Or it was that like is a, so sweet. States. Very sweet. Yeah. yeah. You so, ought to get that story, dude. I think mm-hmm. right. That's like, you know, the love connection. That that's probably the top goal right there. Yeah. Uh but seriously, just 
like seeing people uh, connect on a on a deeper level and just like let down their guard, uh, not in a weird way. Hopefully, you know, <laughs> like that's a that's a goal for any event producer just to make sure everyone's having a good, a good time and and want to come back in the future. Uh, obviously, I would love to sell tickets. I would love to have more people at the event as well. Um, we have some amazing bands, like Brent was saying, a lot like we keep the consistency going, you know, we curate this sound and we've been working with a lot of musicians in the Pacific Northwest area. And we bring them back to look up fast because we love what they're doing. Like shimmer traps, for example, has played at two uh, events in the past. And I just think they're like one of the, the top bands in the area. Um, really awesome, like psychedelic synth kind of like background moods that you can also dance to and are just very catchy as well. Someone interesting new that we're bringing to the fest is uh, Or. I'm really excited for them. Check out their new album. It's not a lookup band at all. Uh, we have obviously featured lookup artists and will be featuring lookup artists at Lookup Fest portals <laughs> like uh, myself, Sea Life, and Elephants and Dogs. But uh, bringing some new ones to this event like Coral Grief and Elia Ezker and uh sea cats i think that's yeah. all of them plus night hikes which we already talked about yeah so so are y'all i mean because you have the record label which is kind of like the back part of this the backbone of yeah. this whole thing um so are you scheduling new music releases related to this like if someone goes are they going to be able to hear the new dark soft stuff that no one else can hear because they're at look up festival is that are you doing that kind of thing uh, yeah actually so elephants tell me about it man this will be their first time they've ever played these songs at an event ever i think oh wow this, with like the pandemic and stuff sea life will be having new music uh i myself through dark soft yeah we're going to be playing some songs that we've never played live before so That's yes to answer your question Let's yeah, Elia talk- too. Elia's got some yeah. music out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm sure, like, yeah, all the artists being featured, have, they've put out stuff in the last couple of years. You know, we wanted to feature people that are active and mm-hmm. uh, trying to get their name out and putting out new stuff, kind of progressing their sound. So this is like the latest and greatest. Let's talk a little bit about Sea Life. I haven't had yeah. them on the show yet, but I'm hoping to soon. And <laughs> hint, hint, hint. <laughs> I, I did listen to some of their stuff on YouTube. Tell me a little bit about that band because they were new to me until I found Lookup Records. Cool. Yeah. So Sea Life is headed by Brennan Mooring, who is also a part of Peyote Ugly, another Seattle band. It's kind of a solo project that he's expanded throughout the years and taken the sound down different avenues. Uh, it's got some dream pop aesthetics. It's got some R&B sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Some of it's a little esoteric and quirky. I, yeah, I would say quirky. Tape. Yeah. He does like a lot of tape recording stuff too. And uh-huh. uh, he put out this cool tutorial on YouTube about recording to a four-track cassette player recently that um, got a lot of views, like accidentally, I guess. <laughs> because <laughs> like i want people to see it if they can find it but wow okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so very talented producer very unique individual 
And that's sea life in a nutshell. Cool videos too. Yes. This is Peaches by Sea Life. So John, have you done a festival this big before? Is this are you taking a step forward in your career and creative process by participating in Look Up Fest? Oh, for sure. I mean, I think every time we want it to be bigger and better. Uh I've done a lot of music festivals. Um, but Look Up Fest is unique in that uh I get to almost play uh like 
lighting and visuals director as well with bringing other VJs in. Um, Yikes. So like a lot of events, just like letting you do your thing and get others involved to like expand the space to like incorporate the vision. Yeah. Um, And the vision ends up being something that's like bigger than like just I could create as like somebody with two hands who can only be at one computer, you know? So once we go to multiple stages and the ambition becomes like, hit the ceiling and the sidewalls. And then there's also something at the bar. Um, that's where it's exciting to bring someone like pH test, Phil Homan's coming in to do the grotto stage and yeah. their visuals. Uh, they, they create from scratch. I do a lot of sort of like archival classic VJ video mixing, but Phil is a, a great 3d animator. So absolutely wow. look at fest is uh blazing space plus plus, you know, there's a pH test and TC blackout too. Mm-hmm. So are you going to do any anything cuz pretty much I think it you said one of the bands was just going to say just said man do whatever you want so are you going to do that live or are you going to prepare before because I think it's a you know you prepare, listen to the songs and getting in the mood and getting everything together before is one thing but you cutting and editing live is like I would shit my pants if someone said to do that. Really, I mean, I would probably need an extra change of underwear or something. How does that make you feel? In a weird way, I get like in that with that kind of pressure, I get calm. Uh, like the liveness of it for me, creatively, and maybe it's just in general as like a filmmaker who procrastinates as well. Like a deadline is good for me. Uh, it being like, oh, it has to happen now because the band's playing. That gets yeah. my creative juices going. So I'm going to do a lot of prep because I'm a really anxious uh, person. But once I'm there live, I just get calm and I just vibe with the music. Uh, most of what I'll be doing will be decisions I'm making live. Like I'll I'll have prepped, but yeah, it'll be. So I have a wow. follow-up question. So are y'all going to do like a badass sizzle reel for this that you can use for promotion the next show? You know, since you have three video guys there, y'all are going to have some badass content to put together and use as a promotion tool. And you could also put the band music in that. Have y'all thought about that for the next the next festival or anything? Because it seems like y'all are y'all are really becoming like a a power couple. You know, as far as this <laughs> look up fest goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I because because I can. Because for Dark Soft to say, hey, handle the video, that's a big deal. Because I get the feeling that he's probably a little bit controlling in some ways. You know, because he has his record company, he has his brand, and then he has his music. And so, you know, normally he probably has to hold things pretty close. He can say that because he is also controlling. I would just like to point that out for the audience. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I'm a little bit controlling. But I like uh, working with other people that I can trust and uh, like whose talents I respect. And John is hands down someone like that. You know, you don't have to worry about outsourcing something to someone who like, you know, is going to do an awesome job. So uh, I will say yeah. too, Bill has like knows what he wants and yeah. the vision is specific enough that we're able to have that trust both ways too, where I'll be like, you know, I also was thinking this, what do you think about that? And Bill's totally comfortable being like, nah, 
<laughs> it's good to have those lines, you know, when you're working with someone creatively and, you know, trying to create something that like a couple hundred people will walk away from and they'll all have gotten it. They'll yeah, understand. That's why the theme is so like easy and just simple. And you have, uh, there's installations too that Bill brings in. So like there's a gateway into installation by uh, Lauren Marie uh, Dake or Dake. I might be saying her name wrong. I don't even know. We haven't met in person yet. But that there's going to be a lot of meet and greets for this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Side notes. I no. didn't mean to step on you. Go ahead. Keep saying what you're saying. Oh, lots. Of, no, you're right. Lots of artists. I mean, that's one of the cool things. There's a kind of creative community that gets together every time we have a lookup fest. So I'm, there are a lot of creative people I'm excited to see. Willis Fader's doing like audio scapes that are happening in any of the rooms that bands aren't playing. So there is going to be a real immersive feel. And you had asked about video afterward and Bill uh, and the Lookup Records team always puts together really cool uh, recap videos. And they use uh, sometimes these like more like VHS cameras or old Super 8 cameras for one of them. So yeah, it'll definitely yeah. be some yeah, cool video. We so talked about the we Super 8 camera. recap videos for Mars, Underwater, and the Paranormal first one. Uh, they're on our YouTube video so, or YouTube channel. So yeah, something similar like that, I, I guess we'd do. Um, I actually haven't like booked a videographer yet that's actually covering the event so putting this out there the reel is not in the hands of anyone the so, reel has no owner what's your big plan to open the show can you talk you know because like you want to have like you want people to come in and go oh my god i'm so happy to be here so what's your big plan at the beginning Lights if you can share it off darkness let's go back on there's been a murder <laughs> we have to figure it out. No, that's that's a, like a, a, a different event. We should have uh, talked about this better. <laughs> we should have talked about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a big like opening thing to do to kick off the event. Um, I know I can tell you without spoilers <laughs> that visually it will start dark, maybe a little scary, and then get yes. incredibly beautiful. And at the end, there is a sort of surprise uh, that says something about uh, what can happen to someone who's traveling through vortexes and portals and uh, sort of play on the idea of uh, how much can you sort of escape a present moment and still be in it and immersed in it. And so there's going to be a lot of big questions asked by a lot of really cool pink and blue lights and lasers. So that's cool. So you do have a big finale planned. It's just Dark Soft has no idea what it is, right? Yeah, we. I think there's probably a <laughs> event organizer. I think there's probably a no pyro rule, but other than that, <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, to to piggyback off the other fests that we've had, uh, as far okay. as big surprises uh, on underwater, we met the Lufu, which was a uh, this huge costumed creature. I was like six feet tall or something, right, Bill? Like at yep. least. Yep. Uh, this huge swamp monster. So that was our big surprise. And Mars, uh, the aliens did arrive. We met the Martians. Um, Sweet. Uh, so yeah, there's there's always something. What we have planned for portals. I don't think I would I would tell you if there was like a secret plan. You know. Yeah. I wasn't asking for a secret plan. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I I know you can't tell me everything, but I wanted to get what I could out of you because I want people to know. Hey, I'm going to look up fest. This is what has happened in the other ones, yeah, yeah. you know? So what should I be on the lookout for when I get in there? You know? Oh yeah. So check out the photo booth presented by a weird at night. 
a green screen photo booth that will transport you anywhere you like. Sweet. Right, John? We've yes, absolutely. Uh, Patrick Galactic, <laughs> uh, who runs Weird at Night, uh, is going to be portaling people all night on that. Uh, it's a Twitch show that. that happens at 10 p.m. on Tuesdays and Saturdays. And uh, in Weird at Night, in their uh, surreal comedy storylines, characters often get vortex to different locations. So uh, Patrick and Weird at Night will be able to take audience members uh, you know, to Jurassic Park, or vortex you into a dark soft video or maybe a sea life video. Uh, and uh, there might be some fiction verse blending. Oh, that's awesome. That is so awesome. You guys go that's all out. This is crazy. This, uh, we even went farther with the last event for Mars. Man, like John and I got together and then with my girlfriend and someone else, we like recorded these uh, like space captain videos <laughs> to present within. The they festival. were on little monitors all around the venue oh, and Bill cool. kind of thinking of like, built Mars in a room. Like you, he, if you went to his garage for months, there were these spray painted <laughs> fake rocks. We went, we went heavy. We went all out. So. Yeah, we put a, maybe less effort into props and like DIY uh, high school looking stage props on this one, but and then more investment into like the cool projections and the metaverse aspect of like portally stuff. Man, it sounds so, awesome, guys. I'm so excited. I'm jealous. You should be. I hate you. <laughs> you <laughs> already know that. We've, we've created both anticipation it's a love-hate and hate relationship we've succeeded. <laughs> yes you've yes. succeeded dedicate yeah. a song to you uncle brent okay yeah. there you go i want to i want to see hear it and i will it record recorded. it i will record it okay for you okay. yes okay. you just gotta like point at me and be like this is for brent and I'll when, be like, when that you? happens oh, for brent. <laughs> uncle brent do you want like your face in the portal like spitting you know yes. like, unky brent like we wish you could be here, but here's that is that is up to y'all. I don't know if you want to make your patrons sick though, so they, you know just keep that in mind. There's too much shine that comes off this dome, man. I don't have the beautiful locks that y'all kids have. Oh, I got a whiteboard right here. I think I think that's that's gonna be that's gonna be. It's already getting yeah, written in. You are done. Yes. Oh, y'all. Are we gotta funny. pick on you because you're not gonna be there. That's okay. Yeah. He's gonna go next year. Next year. Yeah, this, I want to. I want to check it out, you know, because my music is nothing like what you're putting out, and so you know, sound animal. Have you heard of sand an- sound animal? Uh, not yet. Uh, check her out. She she hosted with me a few times. Crazy stuff with her sound, but y'all y'all have this great little sound. And when I listen to it, I'm thinking, okay, how did they do that? You know, and talking to elephants with dogs or elephants and dogs. We were talking about there was this pedal. I was like, "How did you get that sound?" And he's talking oh, yeah, to me yeah. about that pedal, and so now I'm like, "Okay, how can I get that pedal?" You know, and yeah. even though my music sounds nothing like what y'all guys do, it's just like, "Okay, how can I incorporate it, this?" It, it could take anything in a new direction, though. It could yeah. be uh, really fun to toy around with in any genre. One of my favorite things about Look Up Records is that you you've taken the Pacific Northwest sound, which is like very near and dear to my heart. Mm. And you, you've, you've spun it with shoegaze and dream pop and made this whole new sound that I, that both is new, but also takes me to a comforting place. And every time you guys, you release something, I'm like, Ooh, I have to like, go see it now. I'm, I'm <laughs> really cool to hear. 
I can relate to it and my 16-year-old can relate to it. And it's really hard to find music like that that is both inspiring and comforting at the same time. That's awesome. You've done good with your sound. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to quote that. It's going on the website. Do it. (laughs) Also, the quality, the production quality of what you've released is really good, too. I don't always like what y'all do with the vocals, but... Yeah, the distance, reverb. Yeah, Yeah, because I'm like... Because then I'm like singing the lyrics all wrong because I don't know what I'm singing. <laughs> you know, and then I talk with someone and they go, oh, no, that's you're totally singing it wrong. And I'm like, damn it. Oh, I posted a meme about that with a well, I always thought it was like rolled up like a douche. And it was not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it? Like a douche. Oh, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I you know, different I, think I had to Google it once just to get that out of my head. I was like, that can't be the lyric. No, I know I didn't believe. <laughs> Sometimes but, I will say, as a VJ who's also like, I have an imagination like that, where if I don't hear something clearly, I'll make it up in my head, and I know I'm probably wrong. You know, uh, I off. I've had moments where I'm sort of like, do I put this idea through the projector? Because if I'm wrong about what they're singing about. Right. It's going to be a surprise uh, <laughs> for everybody. Yeah, one time a band was singing, uh, they were singing in Spanish and I understood the word beach. And so I was kind of playing with like oceans and nice birds and everything. And somebody was like, you know, that song's about a murder. <laughs> and they loved no. the juxtaposition of the visuals. I was oh, like, not an intentional yeah. choice. Exactly. <laughs> intentional. I just misheard the lyrics. Murder on a beach. Yeah, I was yeah. like, nice day at the you beach. Happened. I heard beach. And it had to be where it happened. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank y'all guys so much for jumping on and sharing what you can about it. And oh, absolutely. Creating anticipation. I'm just excited for y'all because I feel like y'all are pushing something that's not being pushed. And, you know, like your record company and John, like what you do with video, y'all guys are not afraid to create and What's even better is you're not afraid to create together, which is kind of a goal that as creators and musicians, we should all have. We should want to get together and create something that's just fucking badass or something that hasn't been done before, even if it's just a slight twist, like a beach over a murder song, (laughs) something like that. But that creates something and that helps the band People see the band and hear the music in a different way, and it highlights what you're doing. It's exciting stuff, man. Y'all guys keep it up and just kick ass. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we're excited. I mean, I think we said it right there. It's something like that becomes bigger than yourself. You know, we're a part of the portals idea, but I'm sure in the middle of the festival, I'll just be like, wow, this is a whole other thing. You know, I'm just doing the lights. People are falling in love, getting married. (laughs) You know, that's a. That's, that would say that what y'all are creating is a gigantic experience. And every that's what everyone wants to have. Life is hard. We go to work, or some of us don't even have jobs. And then at the end of the week, we just want a little peace, a little joy. And that's what y'all guys are doing. I will say one more thing about the festival. You were saying gigantic experience, and you're right. And it's only $16. Yeah, so like where are you gonna bucks. you know you're, you go to climate pledge arena and you see like the chili peppers and like yeah they're gonna have a light show you're in the back your ticket costs 200 dollars. it's a spectacle but this is gonna be a spectacle and you're it's gonna in be in it you'll it's be right inside and it's only 16 dollars, it. and you experience all those bands and all that cool it's a more stuff. intimate thing too yeah sure you can go to that, those stadium shows but i i, I guess 
I don't know what you get out of that exactly. I've never really been attracted to those kind of events. Uh, I, I like knowing people and who's involved and like being, you know, within eight feet of the performer. I think that's awesome. And yeah, just having like more of a community vibe. Um, it's, it's a small event. It's, it's like we call it fest, but it's like a mini thing, you know, it's, we're not like, it's not key arena here or whatever they call it nowadays. Yeah. And people can get close to the stars, you know, the people that write and create stuff. And now they can get close to John too, who's going to be <laughs> creating another level of yeah badassery. Yeah. Come get close to me, but not too close. <laughs> <laughs> Wear your pants. Yeah. Wear your mask. Get wear your clothes. mask. Wear your pants. Yeah, so, um, so to wear your mask. that video booth, though, you have like a, a specialized corner. I got a, I got a nice spot. I got to say, I got a nice I seat should, in, the, in the venue. Bill, where can people go to this show? Where's it at? LUFP.eventbrite.com. So that's for tickets. $16 online until 5 p.m. on March 12th. And then $20 at the door. And then the actual location is the Rendezvous, which is this historic, uh, like vaudeville-esque theater that's been in operation since the 20s, I think, down in Belltown, Seattle. So that's the Rendezvous in Belltown. Really cool place. You can get to the tickets, too, by going to lookuprecords.com. Exactly. And it's look-up-records.com. Mm-hmm. So y'all guys can... Not only you can find out more about Look Up Records, but you can also get your tickets from their website. It'll magically whisk you away to the the portal to purchase the ticket. And now Dark Soft with Looking Backward.
Uh, the links are below. Um, Raynell, if you do more of this with Seattle artists, people might think that you're like Puget Sound, sound pollution. Uh, I just that came to me the other day. Oh, whoa! No, when I I brought up the podcast uh, just now uh, before I came home, and uh, some of my friends at Sonia's had said uh, they were like sound pollution. I guess that's a thing with sirens and stuff. I was like, yes. I think I think they're polluting the sound with the podcast. Uh, like, <laughs> positive pollution. pollution. We're that's taking great, over as long as people are talking about it because I am. And and since I have people listening, like, comment, subscribe, and share, please. <laughs> yeah. Please download for yeah. the love of God so I can get a sponsor. Yeah. Um, this is Blazing Space, and I'm telling you to like, subscribe, like follow subscribe. the channel, Sound Pollution Podcast. I want to thank everybody for this extra special episode of Sound Pollution with the folks from Look Up Records. If you have the opportunity to go to Look Up Fest, if you're in the area, please click on those links below. Please get a ticket. Please come hang out and enjoy a really cool experience. And hope to see you there. Since the connection between Look Up Records and Sound Pollution wouldn't be possible without stacking pennies, we're going to end the show with one of his tracks. This is Pretender. Make some noise. Yeah.